Welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2022 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win this year. Both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, help. Even tell your high school prom date, your favorite doctor, and your international twin. Vote now before the voting window closes. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can help fund our adventure to London to cover DragCon UK. Your donation might get you an exclusive Block Talk pin. How cool is that? And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Italy got their funny on as they partook in an Italian roast. So whose jokes landed them a spot in the grand finale and whose jokes got them a trip home early? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 2 and joining me is the funniest stoner on earth. Scout's honor. Uh, hey, hi, howdy. Um, um, if, stoner. I, I mean, it, it's not if wrong. I hadn't, if I hadn't, if Seraphim, if our dear friend Seraphim had not come up with such a good last name for my drag name um the next step in the process would have been a weed related name yeah naturally and um Um, i'm sure the republicans would have targeted you i mean i'll 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 tell you what like religious people kind of like will like write off all drag as like kind of sacrilegious so if you're doing religious drag like those people who are going to be upset by it already like aren't paying attention but i'll tell you what there have been at least a couple of probably like two or three people in my experience that are like fine with the drag thing but then they find out my name and they're like like one i can clearly tell that they are like our former boy scouts Mm. or like have a very close connection with the scouting program and like drag is fine but they hear my name and they're like um uh, hmm. and I'm like that's what that's you know, the problem you have um when I first started drag someone from I I you are aware but everyone listening I worked at a boy scout summer camp for nine summers mm-hmm. um and after I announced my drag name on Facebook one of uh the people who I had worked for at one point in the past uh messaged me and was like i think you should change that it's like you're gonna have some like copyright issues and i was like one the phrase scouts honor is not copyrighted by the boy scouts of america nope. um, and two their lawyers are busy with lots of other things yeah because of the touching of things uh, it's not even that's like okay yes that was the issue the issue now is that they like instead of just acknowledging that like yes it was a fuck up and let's like take care of it they tried to like sweep the taking care of it under the rug and they didn't pay at like so that's why like anyways i could go on and on about this but yes um the next step was a was a weed related drag name um but you i do find the occasional person who is very upset by my boy scout related drag name yeah well me getting on drag race the first thing i'm saying i'm scout's honor and i'm here to make your dad mad there it is all right. Well, if you don't want to make your dad mad, but you want to make your dad happy, you can get official Block Talk merch at redbull.com. There is a link in my bio on Instagram. Go purchase it. You they have five different styles you can pick from because they made me upload more than I wanted to, but you have options. Um, um, you have the you have the Block Talk logo. You have the like, listen, love. You have um, the Tea Time um, logo. I uploaded one where you can wear my fucking face on your shirt. I don't recommend it, but you can. Hold up. Um, you can also get one that says, we'll get to it. Because that's what we do on this podcast. We'll get we to get it. We get to it. <laughs> um, you can get a t-shirt. You can get a hoodie. You can get 
um, a laptop oh. case. You can get an merch, iPhone merch, case. Merch. You can get a tote bag. You can get a mouse pad. Why you would get a mouse pad nowadays, I don't know, but apparently you right. can't. I do um, have a mouse. I don't use it, but I do have a mouse. I think you use it for other things. And what? It's... Is... <laughs> Moving on. I'm um, catching strays like this. Um, and if you um, would like the pins, at the moment, the only way you can access the pins is to donate to the GoFundMe to help me get the DragCon. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know how many are going to be left because I will be going at DragCon as well. So get the pins now. Merch is available. And vote for me for the Glam Awards. Vote, vote, so vote. It is your civic duty as a queer person. It is. It really um, is. What are you going to do uh, when one of these times I log on to record the pod and I have a soundboard? And I'm just um, going off with the pew, pew, pew. Then you will be... Like, what if I invested... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if I podcast. invested my own money in... Can I be your little dipper? Sure, absolutely. In the background, just fact-checking things. <laughs> Listen, I need fact-checking. There have definitely been moments where I, like, fucked up big time. Um, and if you, for those who are recording with me, you can tell when I know I fuck up because then I get angry at myself and I live with it for the rest of the day. Um, like, I think I fucked up last time I'm week. on the pod because you can't tell if he's angry at me or what he said, but... <laughs> No, because I, I think last week I fucked up and said Paul Hollywood, but I meant the other guy, Noel, whatever his name is, uh, about Joffrey's um, makeover challenge. So the either beautiful way, thing about that is I didn't get the reference either way. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, do me a favor. Help me out. Buy things. Um, help get me out. Get me a drag merch. Vote for me. Get Michael um, across the pond. I'm sure Scouty will get something at some point um, because I have, I have a sticker I'm, still. If there's merch with your face on it. There is. It really, it does exist. Um, I have a lot of rhinestones. <laughs> and I'm good. Speaking of rhinestones, remember Joffrey? I try not to. Yeah, Joffrey's left the building, finally. Bye. Despite not understanding the mirror message, Petit will tell us that it surely had a profound meaning. Listen, girl, I don't speak Italian, and I can tell you it made no sense in the English captions either. The hands are many, and the mind is one. Um, sweet yeah. young thing I, Oprah, is very kind and will try to say that it means he had this opportunity to be seen in so many ways but his essence always remains true to himself right girl bend over and touch your toes because that's a stretch bend over touch your toes um I don't know I love I love 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 an episode of Drag Race where it starts with the girls walking in and they have to say nice things, but yeah. they don't actually have nice things to say. Yeah. And so, like, they're just like, they're not like, it's not like they hated her. I don't think they had any ill will towards her, but I think Jeff- Jeffrey walking out of the building, the rest of them are like, all right, finally. Yeah. Like, that makes a lot of sense now. Like, two, now, two weeks. Could it should have been done. Hey, it wouldn't be Italia if questionable decisions weren't being made. It's true. Well, speaking of, finally, Nalantia has won a challenge. I'm so happy. We're so proud of you. And her prize is a body form that is not even close to her accurate size. I'll be like, can I trade this in for money? Right. Do they keep the receipt? I want to know what she did with it, because unless you're able to, like, get a bigger size, you you can practice the sewing, but it's not going to help you in practicality. Maybe it changes. It's possible, but there the, the ones that change like have like little knobs in the middle, and like you can extend it. This one was like, this is one they that just I gave would her one for from Christmas. the workroom. They just gave her one from the workroom. Yeah, they were like they were trying to go through their prizes, and they're like, we're one short. What do the we bitch should have won other challenges, and this is the one she gets, the one where it does not work for her. Come on, shady boots. Hopefully, it's like giving Sasha Valor um, um hamburgers and hair treatments. Stupid. Well, they are the semifinals. Five remain. No more messing around. Focus on the competition. The queens are going to conga their way into the workroom as it's a new day. So how's the tension? Well, Diamond feels like she's in a bubble and she wishes the other four would just disappear. Nalenia feels like she's most scared now of the Diamond as she is practically perfect. And I believe that we got this confessional to tease us who should be in the final two. This is Drag Race Italia though. Strange things happen all the time like Electra Bionic beating Farida Kant. 
my winner. Now, Petite has lowered her expectations. Probably a very good call at the moment because love you, girl, but um, it's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. The alarm blares as they have to get prepared for what is to come. And Priscilla will give them the theme of the week as it is a walk in time. I swear that's been like a theme for a prom or five. It actually, I don't know what. My senior year theme, the prom was like speakeasy. Ooh, so but I had, don't. You definitely had alcohol there. Well, so that was the whole. Yeah, it was a whole thing. They had to like be. They we should have picked a different theme because then they went overboard on checking for alcohol because they were too worried it was. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's definitely been one or two times. Yeah, <laughs> I think one one of mine was like at the boardwalk. Yeah, I want to say my junior year was like Harris Nights, which is hilarious because nobody in my small town upstate like New York had ever lived or like actually experienced Paris other than like a, you know, five day people to people program one summer. I I hope that the youth of America today, they get a prom themed drag brunch. Drag brunch prom. Yeah. Like night brunch. Yeah. They should have had food at prom. What the hell? Right? Why do I have to go to a country club? Now, also in this video, Priscilla will say that she is 28 and all the work she has done uh, doesn't show her age. I wish I could be 28 again. And there's no way she's 28. No, she's real. not 28. Does okay. she's making a joke because we're getting roasty toasty this episode. Now, Kiara will enter the chat wearing a cream look and a bow on her head with a bird in it. Checks out. She is here for this week's mini challenge. She tells them to go get into a look and they will focus on the makeup later. Um, we're going to have the five of them come back in incredibly different looks. We really must be coming to the end of the season here with their options left. They're like, I don't know what else to wear. So how's mm-hmm. this? This is the bottom of the suitcase. Yeah. Now she told them to wear makeup as they have a special guest joining them. It is Michelle Magnani, who is the global senior artist for Matt Cosmetics Italian. What an interesting human. Right. Now, he did join us last year for that Drag in the Dark mini challenge, and he's here once again for another adventure. He will tell them that the winner will receive a beautiful prize, and if the dude from Mac is there, you know it's going to be good shit. Right. Do you own any any Mac cosmetics? I don't. No? No. You have a lot of Um, other good shit. I've given you good shit. Yeah, I've got, what, like, I've got ColourPop, I've got Krylon, Mayron, Anastasia Beverly Hills. House Laboratories. House Labs was next. I, as do many people, I swear by the House Labs eyeliner. It is. Yeah, it's good shit. Real good. Now the pit crew arrives with a table of makeup and hula hoops. Uh, this is not going to end well. No, 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 no. For this mini challenge, they will have to apply makeup as they are operating a hula hoop on any of their limbs. Just no stopping. Um, now you're real thin. How are you with the hula hoop? I can hula hoop. How? But you have so, no body. I'm gonna say it's difficult because it's not like I have like hips or thighs. No, you don't. Um, at least not ones that are like there to like hold up a hula hoop. I can do it, but it takes a lot of focus. And as you may be familiar, I'm not exactly the most focused person. It does no, not, not take much to break my focus. Um, <laughs> so I can hula hoop, but uh, this would not have been. It would not have ended well for me. No, it would not have been good. Now, first up will be Love, who takes the hula hoop and will spin it around her arm. And the strategy is poo because she stops the hula hoop to open the caps. They're going to mock her for doing um, Diamond's lip trend. Um, and Aura will call her Andy Warhol on acid. Warhol. The Diamond is up and she looks like a referee. Now, do you think that was an option for her runway last week? Oh. I wonder. She gave it, given it to somebody and be like, "Here, this will save your ass because some of your she didn't your partners to. are bad." Anyway, she is already getting the verbiage to be a Matt cosmetic ambassador, so yeah, she's probably going to win. This was all a setup. Um, she will take the black hula hoop and spin it around her waist, and she's quite entertaining. She's going to give us a play by play as she applies it. She will even spin it around her neck and her leg, and I thought she was going to die. Um, but yes, there is no dignity after this challenge and barely no. just bronzer. 
rude, hateful. We watch Autumn next and that wig. Oh my God, do not tell me that's hers. That is not from her bag. That's not a photo <coughs> wig. Anyway, she is Again, having bottom of the fun. bag. Yeah, she is having more fun with the hula hoop than doing her natural beat. And well, it is a natural beat when she's done. Where is the makeup? Where is the makeup? La Petite Noir goes, and she is very, very good at shaking those hips. I wasn't not, not turned on. Right. Now, she will change hoops a couple times, and while she is good at spinning the hoop, the makeup was ambitious. Yeah. I like she put some on. Yeah, she did. She did. Now, finally, we have Millennia, who does not want to do makeup with the hula hoops. She will be a good sport with a hula hoop around her arm. She will yell quite a bit, and that was funny to me. Maybe not to the judges later on, but screw them. They're mean. I found this to be very entertaining, and I suppose if you were in the room, you would find it amusing, too, as Petite, Diamond, and Otto were literally on the ground laughing. Yeah. That being said, when she started to get Kiara involved and had her spin the hula hoop in order for Kiara not to be attacked by the makeup brush, um, very funny. Millennia's good yeah. TV. She is. She knows what she's doing. She's very good. Now, Here's what happens next. Our dear friend Mikhail will describe our contestants' makeup looks. Dare I say, let's hope some of these descriptions were lost in translation. Yeah. For Scan Love, he says it's creative and makeup that could be exhibited at the MoMA in New York. I love the MoMA. Good, good place. Good, good place. I don't know that I've been to the MoMA. <gasps> oh my God, I've we're going to go next that, time. I've been to the Natural History Museum, but I don't know that I've been to the MoMA. Okay, we're going to go. For Diamond, he says they have a Renaissance Madonna with a slightly Asian flavor as there is something that takes us back to very distant countries. What? I don't know. I don't know. Now, I don't know her background. I know she's Sicilian, but um, I don't think that's what you wanted to say there, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, for Aura, he says they have this unicorn wig with which emphasizes the makeup to which one of the girls is like, it's non-existent. But yeah, uh, he says it looks like the cover of a fashion magazine. For Petite, he says it's a Broadway musical with a dot in the nose, which looks a bit like cats. <laughs> and for Delania, he says it is a 1920s silent film where they see the drama. So which of these little Whoa. monsters won? Well, of course, the natural beauty, because I see where this is going. The man hates drag. The winner is Audra. <laughs> box of Mac Cosmetics. The man hates drag. Yeah, he does. He really does. Uh, but she got good, some, some good shit. I don't know if you really, like looked in there, but um, yeah. you can do your entire face with everything in there. Yeah. Now it's time to get the funny on. It's Priscilla and Tommaso are present to prepare them for their challenge aka their maxi challenge because it happens right now um they reveal it's going to be the first drag roast race roast in italia um now i would like you to go back and look at the faces in the room because some of them are perplexed and confused and some of them are very slightly unhappy this is not the challenge any of them thought they were going to get or they wanted yeah i'll have to go back and look but um yeah no that did not seem I mean, it's it's hard any any time, but now I know you have um, experience with a roast. I'm not saying you're good at it, but you have experience at it. Now, I don't want to hear anything, but I would love to hear perhaps how you think you would do in the roast of Michael Block. In the roast of Michael Block, the thing is, and I'm gonna this is fully like my own thing. Like I, I can be funny but in a roast situation i need to prepare and i'm not always the best at preparing no not which is why the one roast that i did i flopped but yeah i think you have a little more admiration for me as opposed to the other yeah but i also will say i think i yeah and i also have more stories with you yes of course and more like yeah so i could i think it'd be fun i'm considering if i can pull it off to maybe doing a um block talk live roast for my birthday around the Glam Awards. I'm, I'm, I'm considering that. Oh, love it. I just don't know who my roasters would be. So things have changed yeah. in the past couple of years. So right? Oh, it, they have. I can tell you one person who's not allowed to come. 
Scout Sonner. No, Megami. <laughs> Good times. Remember that? Oh, man. That bitch is never getting on Drag Race because I'm sending them all those videos. Yep. I'm, no comment. Do you think we would have had some time watching the queens write their jokes, bounce ideas off of another? Yeah, I did. But like the fortune teller challenge, we are whisked away right to the main stage because it's already challenge time. I don't understand the timing so often. And we're back to the similar yet different elements of the show. Like first, it's not the full judging panel with the guest judges there. It's just Tommaso, Chiara, and Priscilla out of drag. Then we got a bunch of nanas who are sitting on the side with a sexy pit crew. First off, probably confused out of their mind what the gig they just booked was, but they're knitting and playing cards and allegedly they're there to be distractions and also force the queens to get them to pay attention. Um, he thinks the drag humor is a bit too mature for the mature. Yeah. It was very weird. Also, how did the order get picked? The world may never know. I mean, I'm going to assume Produ- maybe production said here's, well, how, production, here's how we want you to or, or maybe it was um, Ora or Nalenia because they won the last challenge or the last mini challenge. So I'm assuming maybe one of them did it. And again, oh, like show that. Right. But where pe- certain people were placed, like Nalenia going last kind of made sense in the world yeah. of comedy. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's go through it. Aura is first up, and she looks really good. I love her in an auburn hair and the green dress. Very, very pretty. Very natural. She will start off saying that she didn't write much, just three jokes, like the panel of judges. Okay, let's, we're starting off good. We good, we good. Aura says that it, the, she is usually a calm and sweet person. She says it's difficult to feel constrained, unpleasant, built. It is different, difficult for her to be Tommaso. Did you get that one? Because I sure did not. So yeah, this is what I'm like. Uh, roast can flop. Yes. When I understand what they're saying. Correct. When I don't even understand and I have to rely on subtitles that I know are like not exactly the most reliable things on earth. I was sitting there this whole time just like. Uh, uh. Now we are going to get one that I think is really good. She says, had he been her son, the bath toys would have been a hairdryer and a toaster. That was so good. Yeah, that's... That was fucking funny. The one joke that I actually landed in the roast that I did was telling a pretty girl that instead of covering her face with a paper bag to make everyone happy, she should use plastic. Yeah, very funny. I don't know why Um, telling people they should be dead is funny, but it is. (laughs) She says, if she ever met him on quicksand, she'd give him a high five. That's funny. That's pretty good. That was good. She says at the end, it's about equilibrium. He starts talking. She stops listening. Okay. Otto's doing very well, Tommaso jokes. I'm here for it. Now we turn to Priscilla or Mariano. She says when she realized that the first eliminated in the competition was bald, she hoped it was her and not Narciso. Remember Narciso? I do know. So long ago. So long ago. I do know. She thanks him for coming. She can understand that is something she that he hasn't done in a long time. Girl, I bet you Priscilla has had more sex than most people on this planet. Yeah. She's that man probably gets around. Yeah. But she gives, she gives. Like, she says that it is statistically proven that five minutes before any tragedy is around the corner, which explains Priscilla's makeup. Okay, okay, we're going for the makeup. Now, category is Claudio Basile wearing makeup to look like Dolly Parton. What is the difference between Kiara and a Chihuahua? One mixes senseless sounds and frantic shots, and the other is a Chihuahua. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. A classic, classic setup, though. She says she is like a software update. Every time she sees her coming, she thinks, not now, fuck, which is good relatable content. I don't know if anyone has updated to Monterey on their MacBooks. It is fucking terrible. I don't. I hate it. I, I don't think it. I have it on my MacBook. I hate it. It's ruined my computer. Right, right, um, raggy. 
Anyway, Kayada reminds her of one of the competitors in the competition, the Diamond, because La Daya Almond, you'll have to stop with these. Which, when you find out, this means cocktease. So now we have a new letter to La Diamond, knowing that her name basically means cocktease. It's funny. Now funny. I'm like, okay, wait, can we just crown her for that name? Right. Like, nothing Nothing makes me, nothing I find out about her makes me think we should crown her less. I'm always just like, all right, let's give it to her now. I think Aura did surprisingly well. She was smart, direct, and gave us new jokes. Like, this was a pretty good roast. Yeah. It's always the sweet and quiet ones. When they do funny, it's always very good when it lands. Yeah. Which, which is why you it. would be terrible. Because you're not sweet. You're mean. Yeah, I know. I'm just catty. <laughs> like, sar- sarcasm does not translate well to a roast. Like, yeah. you have you can start a joke at sarcasm, but you have to, like, turn it into an actual roast. Exactly. Um, I just come off sounding hateful. <laughs> Lipathy Noir is next. And she looks like she came directly from um, my funeral. Um, yeah, because she killed me with icy cold heart <sighs> anyway she will thank Autumn for the introduction she says it was a low blow but she couldn't do anything otherwise because she's short we love short jokes <laughs> but I still have recently declared that she is an animal rights activist vegetarian lover of nature which is a beautiful thing except that poor little thing after all that nature has done to her yeah somewhere yeah just- serviceable it's serviceable I'm sure I'm sure it was funny and yeah Italian, in Italian. She says the beauty fades with time. Priscilla, you were in too much of a hurry. Okay, that's those serviceable. Yeah. She takes the time to thank Priscilla, even though she doesn't see her. For all of them, she's a mother to Tommaso. She's a grandmother. Okay, funny when you realize that Tommaso is actually younger than most of the cast. Tommaso's young. Yeah, I know. I I would be. I'd be be annoying you know having to like be like yes you small child to the man who caused imbalance in her life the man who caused her terror day after day Tommaso Zorzi she says she developed a terror because talking to him is like participating in a gangbang she will ask the nanas if they know what a gangbang was and Priscilla steps in to explain and she will finally get to her punchline and say you're excited to talk to Zorzi but you know it's gonna hurt more confirmation that La Petite Loire is a bottom. Bottom. That's getting added to the soundboard when it gets here. Absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Tommaso, you are so full of yourself that you got engaged to a guy with the same name as you so you can write on the gift cards from Tommaso to Tommaso. All right. That was good. Matisse has studied up on Chiara. She has studied a lot. She graduated with 100. Her training was held at Teatro della Limonaya. One of her first works was Radio Sex. That's why she is so aroused. Those are all Italian things. And again, right over there. Yeah, right over. Um, for us, it was a little mediocre. I know the judges weren't a fan of it. Um, it was all in delivery. It just wasn't funny. Yeah. Next, we have Love, who is wearing drag. Like that gown was drag. Yeah. She is there because she wants to tell a fairy tale as they made them dream so much. She says there are three main characters. There is a princess, beautiful and very sweet. There is a bad and sour witch. And there's always a guide that doesn't do shit. Hey, Scout, which one are you? Um, which one do you think I am? Girl, you were a guide in real life. I know. <laughs> Anyone want to go on a nature hike? In this story entitled Drag Race Italia, she has the three judges in front of her, which are precisely the exact characters. The witch, of course, she is talking about Zorzi. Are you constantly a piece of shit in the hope that someone will shit you? Because if so, please let yourself be trampled. Maybe it will bring her luck. Okay, so this one was completely a mess up on the captions. um, Because I think it could have been funny if we knew what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Priscilla is in this story represents the guy you invite us you encourage us you push us to move forward it would be better sometimes to just be quiet and maybe it's true you can risk to look a bit silly but it's better than opening your mouth and removing all doubts yeah okay great yeah. Kiara 
the beauty that does not dance. They all saw it in the Rusical rehearsal. She communicates with all living beings, a bit like Cinderella, talk to mice, to the birds, the ones in the sky, because she doesn't know if she'll see any other birds. Again, awesome. I didn't get yeah, it. I didn't get it. I'm... I think the concept, what Scandalove was doing was fine. I liked her premise, but it was just not the right audience. And I think the jokes needed to go even harder. Um, I think her best joke was introducing the diamond as the stamp that people would spit on the wrong side. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. The diamond comes out with props and all, and she is at the funeral of judges with funeral wreath she created on Microsoft Word the night before. <laughs> um, that was bad. Yeah. But kind of something. Can. Yeah. She will use the time to say goodbye to the judges who have tragically left them due to a lacquer spill from the truck Priscilla was driving. She's going to read from a paper, which I guess works for a eulogy, but last girly, this is a roast. We yeah, it was a little, um, it was a little like, happens. Mm. Now, the death of our beloved Priscilla would have been premature if she had been an ordinary human being, but as a drag queen, it's as if a mammoth from the archaeological museum had died or an even older fossil, RuPaul. We got RuPaul into the roast. That's how we do it, girls. Come on, RuPaul catching strays. Priscilla's career in Greece is well known. Homer already spoke of her in the history of the Trojan War. That before she arrives, it was called a war. In Mykonos, there was a bas relief where Priscilla is seen in the midst of brave warriors you recognize immediately. She was the most muscular. It was thanks to her that they won the war. Ulysses built the horse, but he wondered how can more than a hundred men enter from one singular opening. Priscilla shouted, I know from behind the bushes. The rest is history. Long set up for a great punchline. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I kind of want to steal it next time I want to call someone a hoe. Right. And the nice thing is you can steal it from Drag Race Italia because you know no one's watching it. That's not true. Are We're watching it. At least two people. <laughs> now, Tommaso loved the funeral parlor. He was a simple boy, the millionaire next door. Humble, maybe not. But at least we know he was like, you know. Some said he was self-centered, but she does not believe it. Although someone asked him why his boyfriend has the same name as him. He replied, so when we make love, I can finally shout Tommaso, I love you. Yeah, that's right. That's, that, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chiara Francini, our late sister. Everyone wants to know what Chiara had to do with drag. Well, have you ever seen her without makeup? I want to see it. What do you think she looks like? Beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, women who are not wearing makeup, they're still beautiful. Why, yeah. why you got to come at them? Kiki Palmer's gorgeous. Stay off of Kiki Palmer. She's good. I'm gorgeous. Yeah, sure. She wants to take the time to recognize the spectacular things she did as an, an Italian gay icon. Done. Okay, that was good. We like jokes like that. Now, La Diamond thanks the judges and says that when they smell the sulfur during their shows, they know it's them greeting them from hell with Satan, who she likes to call Nelenia. Good segue. Good introduction. Yeah. Good, good job. Good job. Um, this is a great material, but the presentation was not as strong as it could have been without the scripts in hand. Yeah. I almost wonder yeah. if she like kept it on the podium and just read off of it at moments, if it would have been a little better, just like seeing it yeah. kind of ruined it. Yeah, it's I mean it definitely feels like I wonder if she just like fully like changed things at the last second or it's possible. I don't know. She seems like a pro to mm-hmm. Nelenia arrives looking fabulous also in black and gold as she too is in mourning she will say she was nervous to roast three impressive characters complete artists professionals nice people three excellences of Italian TV luckily they didn't come because doing it to them is easier okay yeah Yeah. classic classic line Tomasa was stopped by police for wearing a handbag he was in Milan so maybe they stopped him because it didn't match the shoes (laughs) that's funny that's funny she asks him what bag it was as she has the artifact, throws the bag at him while falling into her Snatch Game character for one singular joke. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Priscilla 
She would say so many trivial things about her, but they have said them all. She could say that when she was in elementary school, there was still no history material. She could say that when she was a, the, she was little, the continents were still united. She could have said that you look combed with a blender. She could have said that she looks like a Picasso made up. But why do this? They show that two drag queens can respect each other and even compliment each other. Be nice. So she wants to tell her with her heart. Last episode, she saw her on the main stage for how you were wearing makeup. She thought and said, never as tonight is priscilla really a handsome man we got there yeah we got there it's true very handsome man very 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 yeah. handsome man you knew daddy and then there is the judge they forgot millennia will start saying a bunch of italian celebrities that go right over our american heads but it's funny bit uh because of how she delivered it she says that Chiara is one of her favorite Italian actresses, but it doesn't take long to be the best Italian. But she has done so many things. She has done TV, cinema, series, theater. They all remember her, for example, in she's going to ask the audience, and they got nothing. Find her online. Uh, have you ever gone to Chiara's wiki? Yeah. Yeah, fun place. Mm-hmm. Good times. Now, in addition to being an actress, she is a writer. Melania will say that she wrote two beautiful books to which Kiara will interrupt her and say, no, four. <sighs> no, Get it right. Melania's favorite was do not speak with your mouth full. And Kiara, don't speak at all because nobody understands you or your scream and you don't hear it. So why do you talk? I don't know. All right. I, I love that. That's her character trait is she just talks and no one talks. Yeah. I, I, I relate to that. Yeah. She ends the night with the classic drag bit. If you liked it, her name is Nelenia. If you don't, I'm Scandalove. Classic. Um, Scouty, if you had to do that, who would you be? Who Who would would I be? Who would you throw under the bus? Who? So, Nelenia and Scandalove. Tony, yeah. Oh, down. Yeah. People know that I'm not Tony because I can't do a cartwheel. True. You can try. I said do a cartwheel, not try to do a cartwheel. Uh, Nelenia was good. Solid jokes. Again, could she could have gone harder. We like harder. Yeah. Now she Priscilla, dug in a little more. Priscilla will ask the old ladies what they thought of the roast. Mostly they say good, but a few thought that some of the jokes were a bit too much. Then why did you bring them here for a drag roast? Right? Like... Ugh. Now it is elimination day as they feel rested and charged after a good night's sleep. Lathiamon is excited for the semifinal runway as she will be wearing her favorite dress of all of the rest. She can't wait. Orna thinks she did well in the challenge, but her biggest fear is stammering. She didn't, and she's happy. Scandalove was terrified for the roast as her main problem was it exposes them in a situation where they have to write text, prepare it, and act it, and she found it a very demanding challenge. We're going to have Scandalove ask the room how they will take it when Priscilla reveals the results of the final five and who will go to the finals. This will cause Millennia to go quiet as she has anxiety over this. She is anxious and nervous about not being able to be in the top four. She did her best, and whatever happens, she did her best. She doesn't want to cry, but La Petite Noir goes over to her to give a hug. Um, that is friendship. Yeah. If true. I cry... My friends are like, no, COVID's still a thing six feet away. Uh, Rather they say, text me. They're not going to read it. I love my friends. Right. Now, Millennia finds it a great achievement to be there with them as she has deep respect for her opponents and herself. But for her knowing she came so close and not to make it, it would destroy her. She will pose who was in millennia before this experience and how many limits did she have and how many she won't have because of this. She didn't want to call herself a comedy queen and said now she is a showgirl suited for comedy. Suited for. They're good. They're all good. They all want to make it to the final. They're going to have one group hug before they put their finishing touches on the head to the main stage. I'm going to pose a question here for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Is this one of the stronger final fives in Drag Race franchise? Yeah, this is like a very solid top I five. I like, so I, too. I was talking about this with people the other day and it was like, yeah, I think it is like, yes, like Drag Race Charlie is crazy and like there's, yes, it's like a lot going on. But at the same time, I think like there's a lot of great, solid like queens, like well-rounded queens that are like yeah. doing good drag. I think it's and honestly up there. Top five. Um, There's like literally two people from this top five that 
I would I'd be like I was gonna be like if you get rid of them this week I'll riot. Yeah, you know. It's um, like, these five all did great throughout the season. Even this challenge, it really becomes splitting splitting hairs to see who's gonna get the final cut. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already watching the show. So do us a favor: tell five people who are not watching it they need to watch this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It is main stage time. We have the radiant Priscilla in a soft pink and white feather number. She looks very expensive, very young, very youthful. Thought she looked beautiful. We have Chiara Francini wearing all the reflective pieces on her body, but no headpiece. Ooh. Is her headpiece designer like gone? I don't know. Maybe a couple of them got. Maybe a couple of the this season's headpieces didn't make it on the didn't make it on the transport truck. Now we have the Maso Zorzi, and I require the jacket. He is wearing. Oh my god, that sparkly blazer was yes. beautiful. Indeed. We have Michaela Gerard, who is a stand-up comedian who went very heavy on the eyes. Um, she said very. orange. I'm here for him. And joining them, making their entrance from the stage, it's Supreme Deluxe. She may not have brought her best drag, but she's still an icon in my heart. Uh, I was so happy. Now, you do watch Drag Race España? I have not watched all of España. Uh huh. Uh huh. I've watched bits of España. Um, I have been very much a proponent of saying that Supreme Deluxe is possibly the best drag host in drag the entire host, franchise. Yeah. Um, I thought Nikki did a very good job. She's up there, but I think Supreme Deluxe is number one. Because she fucking cares about the contestants, yeah. unlike the Rupal. So, this was a good moment. This was a yeah. very important moment to have the two of them here together. Because, um, could you imagine RuPaul going to any other franchise as a guest host? No, but I also do like, like this is just kind of on like a continuation of like the, having contestants guest judge on Espana having you know the Holland girls go judge like this kind of like crossing of people in the franchises I I love this kind of like soft I love the like soft launch of it in the European franchises yeah and then I feel like it will make it much easier for American like for anyone who's like watching it I feel like World of Wonder will have much more experience with being like all right how do we like fuse these worlds together because obviously drag race is not going to go on just as drag race indefinitely right so i do um, like yeah, this this great was moment. really really cool this was a great moment um I priscilla love was both... like on her makeup team she was like today is the day i look beautiful she right. was like if i have one thing out of place we're shutting the fucking <laughs> set down um i love that they both did the introduction together they had great energy um, but thank you to the romance languages. I still had zero idea when the Italian stopped and the Spanish began. It's so funny. So funny. And what didn't help is clearly Supreme has, did, has said like she doesn't speak Italian. So she, someone was translating. I'm assuming it had to have been Priscilla. But um, anytime she spoke, you would have this Italian subtitles and our American subtitles. And I'm like, I can't read this. Superimposed. I fucking can't read this. Um, extra, extra unintelligible for us. Right. Um, but the category is a walk in time. In honor of the runway, we will play Big Bang or Black Plague. Sure. Two ways to die, but um, one was a little more fun. Big Bang didn't kill anything. Created life. The dinosaurs. What? That's not. No, the Big Bang is the beginning of the universe, not before the Big Bang. There was nothing. What are you talking about? Are you talking about the TV show? What are you? No, the big. Then why is the dinosaur ride at Disney? Like they gotta get there before the Big Bang. You gotta get the dinosaur because Disney is dumb and does not understand. No, the Big Bang is like the creation of the universe in a scientific from a fine scientific perspective not dr grant seeker is gonna kill you he's gonna come and get you all right let's start mm-hmm. order eternal look by karma b uh so she's joan of arc but like we've seen this look before from other people and this just did not stand the test of time 
Um, I think it's a bit clunky, does not give her a good shape. There are fashion elements in it from like the head up, except the lips, not a fan of the silver lips, preferentially. Um, if you're going to do this reference, I need boots. Go on to battle. Giving me a regular pump is not going to suffice. This is like very like another very good example. I've talked about it before of drag queens putting texture after texture after like yeah. none of these things match. If you're going to do a silver lip, which first of all, any anyone who does drag, should not do a silver lip period point blank period like never do a silver lip but if you're going to do a silver lip for some ungodly reason you can't just leave it unlined it looks like she just like it it looks like she ate out bianca del rio after the season seven finale like literally there's not a liner anywhere i don't know i agree with you it's just like yeah i got what she was going for from the silhouette but if I didn't know Silhouette, I would have been like, what the fuck is right. this? Now, Tommaso says the look is Giovanna de Arco. He supposes so the reference was successful. The only weird thing is that the long in the front, short in the back. She says she did that because in her looks, she always covers her covers from behind. And this time, she wanted to give the idea that she put on armor and nothing underneath. He says that she is the only person in the world who can wear silver lipstick and not look dead. Um, girl, no. You, it looks like you put on your costume backwards. Looks like she put on multiple costumes. Kiara a says couple of them were backwards and a couple of them were the right way. Kiara says that she played Giovanni Arco and it seems to her the reason she was imprisoned in 1431 was because she was dressed as a man. I was like, that's a statement that's not a critique. Michaela Michaela congratulates her on the roast and tells her to not do stand-up comedy because she needs the money. She said she did well and liked it because she said some very strong nastiness with a big smile. Uh, this is not a look for me. I will give it a black plague. Black plague. The audience, 41% Big Bang, 59% Black Plague. La Petite Noir, no designers listed. So, like, she says she's serving cavewoman, but, like, there were no zebras with the cavemen. So, like, what? I think it's the animal print that threw me off here. Like, if we have to stick to the reference. Otherwise, I wonder if it was just, like, a look she had in her closet that worked for the category. Um, the outfit had elements of strong high fashion, but overall the styling was a miss. I did not love the hair on her. The makeup was a bit haphazard. Asymmetry hurts my head, and the zebra bootleg versus the black pump was a major miss for me. Also, the tail was not attached. She used it as a, as a whip, and I, it was weird. Yeah, I have... This has like been a thing lately, and I don't know what it is. But like, it's just like a coincidence that all these things are airing at the same time. But I feel like in the last month, I've just seen so many people do like two different shoes that well, maybe do someone- not go together. <laughs> and I'm like, I, but it's not even like it's not just one show or two shows. Like, I feel I like know. it's everywhere lately. There's been something, even people just posting looks, and I'm like, why are you wearing two different shoes? No, and they don't go. They don't go together at all. This is, you have one shoe almost all the way tucked up into your, into your panty, and the other is a pump. Yeah, no, did not work. And the boob was sequin. I don't. <laughs> the prem says she got some references in her look and resembles film from the sixties and seventies, like Raquel Welch as a primitive woman. She loves the primitive woman with the blood, glitter, and excessive makeup. Priscilla says she definitely studied for the roast. The only thing she missed was the comedic timing. Michaela agrees with the timing and says that sometimes a lot of the things we write will depend on the feeling on stage. Um, yeah, my feeling on this moment, I love you, girl, but it's a black plague. Black plague. Audience, 44% Big Bang, 56% Black Plague. Nalania, no designers listed. This was absolutely stunning. She looked like a Grecian goddess. I love the burgundy playing off of that gold. The wing was sensational, though I do wish it had a little bit more structure to play, stay in place, but it was a striking image. She is beat. That is a soft beat. Love the natural nude lip. The hair is to die for. The ginger was beautiful. This is how you want to enter the finale, looking like a fucking goddess. Yeah. 100%. Looks so good. I mean, we've seen goddess looks before, but nothing yeah. like this. I, yeah, I do like golden, golden red. Always a solid. Yeah. Always a solid color combo. Um, no, it's just the. And I'm, I'm sure it's just because the fabric is probably impossible to actually work with. The gold, like the actual gold fabric, the way that it had to be sewn together looked, made it, did, did make it look a little like costumey like costume pieces a little like a pillow 
but yeah but i was like but the more i thought about it the more i was like i don't know how else you would have done right. that though so like you know what you look great i was like i'm not going that deep anymore and here like, I am I like, she looks up. great maybe she looks like a roman goddess probably because we're in italy it's probably a roman goddess not a grecian goddess also just a very good job at like using those bits of red to completely change her body shape absolutely very this good this was so very smart good, very good look Damaso says the dress is beautiful because it has rigid static parts that are softened by the movement that makes it harmonious. As far as the rose, he tells her that she is a person who has her own comedy and would like her to not rely on her Elena Ferruzzi character to make people laugh. He says it denaturalizes her and she loses her authenticity. He says when he sees her around, he must know that it's Nalenia and not a copy of Ferruzzi Nalenia is making. Now, Priscilla says she looks gorgeous and really likes the confidence she has on stage wearing the costume. She has really enjoyed watching her grow up and raise the bar every time she steps on stage for the roast. She says if she decides to be a comedian, she invites her to not rely too heavily on the character and to have points of reference that can teach her to grow as an artist. Kiara says that she is really nice and thinks she is fond of them, so she notices the delicacy. It showed off her affection and generosity. She says her look fits her with a fits her soul. Um, we're gonna get to those comments from um, Priscilla and Tommaso because I vehemently disagree with what they say. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it during Untucked Junior because that's when it really becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. That being said, this look—it's a big bang. Yeah, big bang. Stunning. Audience, 88% big bang, 12% black leg. The diamond, no designers listed. Ah, this was a moment. She knows how to do high impact drag. She has this voluptuous floral gown. She's got his, this garden on her head and she's holding a bouquet. Or is she? The more head reveal was great. I think the way she adorned the corset, used these muted floral palettes and still stood out is a mark of a true legend. I sincerely hope that drag fans will take some time to recognize that she has truly been one of the best on the runway in the franchise. She's so consistent and consistently good. Just such a fan. Such a fan. It looks great. It was so cool. Supreme says she loves it and left her speechless. She says she has mixed ingredients that are very different to assemble and it works. She notes that she used the letter tone of the skin and she says carrying the man's head was an idea she liked as she would like to do it with her ex-boyfriends. Miguela says you have to stop her because she can't stop talking about how good it is. She tells her she has a degree in art history and was impressed with the dress. She says she has fantastic skills and what she is wearing is a work of art. She liked the moment where she uncovered the head as it was full-fledged show. And Priscilla says, as far as the roast, she would have expected her not to read. She knows it was an obituary, but she would have expected to see her without the paper. Agreed. But this look, big bang. Big bang. Audience, 76% Big Bang, 24% Black Plague. And finally, Scandal of No Designers Listed. I am so mixed here because of the sisterhood of the traveling fucking golden torso. Um, I'm not sure the look fits the brief in full, and this is not the week to have an iffy look. Um, I like that she's giving a playful and campy side, but it's just not reading properly. Like the monkey elements for an animal runway, but for this journey of a woman, not so much. This very much felt like a walk around, like a post gig look. That being said, I think you would wear that coat if you wanted, Scotty. Yeah, I love the coat. <laughs> yeah, you would. I love the coat. How about the monkey um, ears? Would you like the monkey ears? I, no, they were. I didn't understand them. I didn't get what was happening. I. This felt like one of those like prompts where like they. I don't know if this is how they described it on the paper, but right. some of the girls got it and some of the girls didn't. Yeah, this was just weird. This was again like maybe she ran out of money and this is yeah, all she found. Very much closet, like maybe but... this is you just you put something together and you're like, yeah, I can I'll, I'll find a way to explain it. But that golden but... torso, that's the third time we've seen it, right? I think so. On three different people. Insane. Tommaso says she has finally sculpted her figure and she is on fire. He says the length of the skirt is weird and should have been in a foot longer. He says the wig is very beautiful and she looks good with her hair up. Kiata says that her roast was very delightful as she is very beautiful and graceful. Supreme says she liked her attitude and her interpretations. She likes how she is on the catwalk and how she styles and expresses herself and everything. 
Priscilla agrees with Supreme with her attitude and her desire to be on stage. She says her costume is a little weak and would have liked to see a monkey woman enter and then see a woman from the future. And Scandalove will say that was actually her intention, but she had an issue with the bustier. Priscilla says that was missing was the interpretation of her look. Black Plague. Audience, 47% Big Bang, 53% Black Plague. Insane that this is one of the best top five ever, and two out of three only get positive remarks here. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, this was... The queens head back to the workroom. They're going to sing their way in Spanish, and Elenia says that she can speak a single sentence in Spanish. Same, sis. Yo quiero Taco Bell. You'd think me watching Drag Race España, I would do better at this at this point. You'd think... You'd think. Bad. And yeah. Amanda Massacre, don't be mad at me. Amanda Massacre, it was if she went to DragCon with me, it was gonna be my official um translator, but uh, don't got that one now, so we'll see how some of these interviews go. Otto tells Nelenia that she loves her look and tells her although she is fighting inside with herself, she is always a star. Nelenia starts to get emotional, saying what that whatever the result is, she will be devastated if she should go or any of them and she wishes they focused on more than one joke in the roast as there are so much more in the material and she's completely right and to be fair in the world of drag race having a memorable snatch game character that you can quote or reference is a huge sign of success correct yeah in the season that it happens after that i'm but I'm I'm, I'm I'm talking about longevity of like after the show, like how many times, like even it was a bad snatch game, but like how many times do you and I quote Rue never? Oh, Rue never. That's true. That's true. I'll give it to you. Honestly, I, I like the snatch games that are quotable for the for for. I mean, like not because they weren't like actually funny in context, but are funny things to say. Baloney. Um, I yeah, but like I don't like the Vivian can never do donald trump again and it'll no, still be too no, soon but like you know you have like anita wiglet like even though she bombed this version but the original version she had that character and she yeah. was known for it she even went on cameo to do that character like there's i don't see anything wrong having something that worked for you continue to work for you sometimes I mean, it wins you an entire an entire season i mean how many times do we have to hear much better in season one of drag race uk and for the rest of time if something works, it's I, part of your brand. When I hear much better on a season of Drag Race that doesn't have bag of chips on it, I'm like, no. It's it's the Drag Race lexicon. So I think Tommaso and Priscilla saying that to her was just wrong. Yeah, that's fair. We're going to have this very heartbreaking moment from Nelenia where she would be devastated to be in the bottom and leave and how she's overcoming these big obstacles, including herself. And I can't help wonder, an episode before the finale, we have this moment of potential defeat. We as viewers are on her side. Are we being given a full character arc that could lead to a victory? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Of Aside not. from being the narrator of the season, she is great at the art of drag. She's extremely likable and would be a great representation for the franchise. I would not count her out yet. No, I... I... Of course I'm not counting her out. I know what show we're talking about. That's the problem here. But I think Millennia has a fully realized arc compared to La Diamond. Yeah. Which, does it matter? I don't know. At, at least we had entertaining television. But I don't, I don't get know. the sense that like the story we're being told isn't particularly like exactly the story that's happening in front of their eyes. Because like yeah. in that moment, I was just kind of like, like girl look around you're like one of the prettiest bitches up there this week like you're right. fine um it was very much giving me divina vivian vibes i'm gonna mute myself before i do this screen right now the top five toast themselves and suddenly you're gonna have a visitor it is supreme deluxe um that was so fun to see her back there yeah now, we know that sometimes the queens on all the series are supposed to react like they know who the guests are, but these girls really seem to have admiration for Supreme. Authentic or put on? They don't always seem authentic. I think so, too. I think they actually knew who she was and actually like yeah. admired her. 
Um, Supreme comes back to tell them that she loved everything she saw and is happy that Italy has competitors like them. She says that it, she is happy to see them support each other like a family and that the greatest and most beautiful thing about Drag Race is the experience being there. Little does she know is that they are literally a family except for Scandalous. Um, yeah, right. Like Petite says, drag does not divide. Drag is love. Tell the psychopaths of this country that's how it works. Right. Lord almighty. I love seeing her interact with them and them kind of being totally geeked out. Or maybe it was all just lost in translation and the edit was just being very kind to them. But the way they were also like Supreme Lich like wasn't sure how to touch them or if she was allowed to touch them. It's like, what's happening? Yeah. The so queens funny. return to the stage as their finale fate is in Priscilla's hands. Auto Eternal is deemed the winner of the week. La Diamond and Melania are safe. We are left with La Petite Noir and Skin Love as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem here. It's we're really splitting hairs. But if we're going simply based on the maxi challenge, yeah, it was Aura. If we're going based on maxi challenge and looks, it was the diamond. If we're going based on what I want, it's millennia. Um, because she got really fucking robbed in her critiques. The bottom two, it sucks to have the two of them there because they don't deserve to be there because they're really good, but that's just how this season yeah. checks out. Yeah. This song is Falamor, as performed by Rafael Cara and Bob Sinclair. Um, Bob Sinclair. What an Italian name. And I also just love that Rafael Cara has like gone through Italia and Espana lip syncs yeah. now. Crazy. Supreme was there, so they had to give her a song she knew. <laughs> Great. Listen, the energy was there. You could tell the both of them really wanted this so badly. Petite and Scandalove both have great stage presence, but in the look that Scandalove had on, she was fucked. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was going to be Petite's to lose. Yeah. Um, Petite is a dancer. She can tackle any song and draw your eyes to her. Um, did you see the pirouette? I was like, oh, that's not matching the song, but it looks really cool. She said, I'm... She's pulling out all the tricks. She doesn't give a shit if they fit. Can you do a pirouette? I can try. You should try it. It'll be fun. Now, in the end, La Petite Noir will be the final finalist in Skin Love's journey out of retirement has concluded. Will she continue on? I bet she will. I hope so. I bet she will because she's going to get that Drag Race coin, Hanny. That's good money. Do you agree with the result? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just strictly based on track record, you have, yeah. I can't. I could I I don't there's not a I think I'm like there's five of you and only one of you hasn't won a challenge. I and Scandalove lost two in a row. She was in the bottom two in a row. And before that, she was safe every time. So it's just right. very like Yeah. The final I'm glad four. that she made it this far. I do. I agree. The final four has been decided. It's family only only Aura and her mommies and aunties. I got the burning questions. Are you child. ready, Scotty? Hit me. What is Scandalove's legacy? Being aside hot. from being hot. Oh. <laughs> okay, aside from being hot, let's give her a little more artistic integrity. Uh, being hot in and out of drag. That's true. No, no, I think it was a really cool journey to see someone come out of yeah. retirement and just still have it. Yeah, I love... I think it's like very telling of someone's like drag ability when I mean one when they start if they like you can tell when someone gets it right away but I think it's another thing to like not do it for a while and come back and be like yeah here it is like it's yeah. much more innate it's a little less like you're like oh they have it like I've got it we get one last test to find out who's gonna win and it's a music video any guesses who's gonna have the edge here um Priscilla yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we do our last thing, which everyone knows is the winner of the season, I would like to share with you some information I have gathered from the Instagram. According to the Drag Race Italia Instagram likes for which team people are on, this is how it shakes up. The Petite Noir has 2993. Aura Eternal has 3209. The Diamond at 5817. And Nelenia at 58.85. According to the Wow Presents Plus Instagram likes, La Petite Noir has 4.83. 
Otter Eternal, 880. La Diamond, 1012. Nalenia, 2372. If we're listening to the fans, Nalenia wins. Congratulations, La Diamond. Right? Um, I found this fascinating. I am utterly shocked. Now, I'm not saying that the editors made a narrative that worked in Elenia's favor because, I mean, she is the narrator, but they're really feeling Elenia. And I think that's kind of amazing to see that yeah. someone I, is so charismatic that you sh- they want her to win. I think it's a lot easier to come out of watching this season with like a personal, like, you know, tat- like you want to pull for Elenia only be- like not only because she's shown so much personality but then in rooting for her like yes la diamond is like it's like you know the presumptive winner so like i think there's a lot of people who are like yeah i want this girl that i actually know a little bit more about i actually like spent a little more time listening to now do you think we just didn't have a lot on la diamond throughout the season or is she just quiet i I, what is i would I mean, it very much feels like she's the type to, like, let her drag do the talking for her, right. you know? Like, she... I, I'm sure that she kind of, like, holds herself a little bit together more than Nahalanya in terms of what she says publicly, because she is a drag mother with all of these mm-hmm. children and families and business connections and all these things. And it definitely <laughs> feels like Nahalanya is a little bit more like, I'm just gonna do me. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, she got a great arc. She got a great story. She's in, very engaging but also a diamond's drag is very like i'm like fuck that's some good fucking drag <laughs> well after seven episodes the winner of the season is i'm not changing it i'm saying la diamond i think i am too i'm gonna say la diamond because i'm not gonna last minute be like oh, no. but if millennia wins i'm not I gonna won't be, be mad i'm gonna be very happy um oh yeah i'll be happy for her she has a challenge win she got a challenge win she also many challenge wins it's very wild that going into a top four finale, one of the girls has more wins than all of the other girls combined. It's crazy. In a seven episode season. Eight episode I season, mean, but we only had seven. Carmen Ferrara, very similar. Envy Peru, yeah. very similar. Yeah. It's just like But this is Drag Race Italia. Priscilla doesn't follow the rules. <laughs> All right, Scotty, yep. this ends uh, Scott's Honor Week on Block Talk. Block Talk. Oh, this is it. We'll, do, we'll definitely have to do it again next year, probably. It's, been, <laughs> it's um, been fantastic. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got to plug? Uh, at Scott's Honor, Instagram Venmo. Um, any projects to plug yet? 2023 is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Rigatoni's got a new show. It's going to start in January that I'll, I'm sure I'll have another no opportunity to plug. So no crash. Well, Scout, this was so much fun. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. The biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 